you really wanna know, then come on, let's go. Take a stroll down those. Ladies and gentlemen of Mountaineer Nation, today, from the Trio 4 Productions studio, we bring you the State of the Position Address. This extensive examination into each position group of the 2019 West Virginia University football team will be brought to you by the unrelenting host of the Country Roads webcast, the inauspicious Jordan Cruz. We thank you for your time. And with no further ado, we present to you this week's State of the Position Address. What's going on, Mountaineer Nation? Welcome into another edition of the Country Roads webcast, brought to you by Trio 4 Productions. We are the official podcast of Almost Heaven Athletics, found on the web at almostheavenathletics.com. Back again today to continue our State of the Position series. Today we will be discussing the running back position heading into the 2019 West Virginia football season. But before we do that, we are now just about a week into fall camp, so there is a little bit of Mountaineer football news to discuss. Okay, so as far as the Mountaineer football news, a little bit of roster news to uh, to talk about. Uh, the three players that had been absent uh, throughout the summer and had not made it, the three signees, that was Rashawn Lynn and Osita Smith and Brandon Yates. Of the three, the two safeties, Rashawn Lynn and Osita Smith, are not going to make it to Morgantown. They're going to be attending JUCOs, while Brandon Yates worked hard to get here and is the offensive lineman that West Virginia signed in this class, and he has reported and has been practicing with the team throughout camp. As far as the eligibility status of the, a lot of the transfers that West Virginia um, brought in, Alonzo Adai, who transferred here and is currently going to be a corner, he will have to sit out this year as a, a traditional transfer and will be eligible next season. Um, the quarterback, Jarrett Dagey, who transferred from Bowling Green, and the wide receiver, Sean Ryan, who transferred from Temple, both of their statuses are still up in the air. They have waivers in for both players, but they can't really speak to where they are currently in the process. Both Coach Brown informed that as soon as the coaching staff knows something, they will let everyone know about those guys' status. Um, as far as my prediction for those two, I would think that Sean Ryan will be eligible this year, and I've got the feeling that Jarrett Dagey will not and will sit out this season. Other than that, um, West Virginia did add a couple new players that um, we have not talked about, one being a fullback who transferred from Western Michigan named Jackson Knipper, so he will get into the mix there battling for that S-back spot with Logan Timmons. And then there were some uh, freshmen that were added late in the offseason, one being to Corey Turner, who is a six-foot-two corner, also has potential to play safety, still working with the corners right now. And then a couple of walk-ons that Neil Brown mentioned this past week, one being Nick Malone from Morgantown, who was actually a three-star recruit but chose to join West Virginia as a preferred walk-on. And then a wide receiver who's working in the slot, Grayson Malashevich. And uh, both of those guys are in-state products, walk-ons. But they are um, getting some work with the team so far during camp. So um, that's about it. You know, the other guys that we had talked about uh, – George Campbell, Reuben Jones, grad transfers, they'll be eligible immediately, as will uh, Noah Guzman at safety and John Hughes on the offensive line. So um, 
the only other bit of news to really talk about is that uh, Jacob Butchergrossi uh, had been sent uh, a center on the team the past couple of years, competed with Matt Jones for the starting spot last year, was expected to compete for the starting spot this year, but his health has not allowed him to do so. Um, you know, a couple soldier surgeries, a knee, and um, he has actually decided to medically retire from football. So, wish him the best in his future, but Jacob Butchergrossi has medically retired from the West Virginia football team. So, that pretty much wraps up the Mountaineer football news up to this point, uh, about a week into fall camp. So, having said that, let's get into our State of the Position series and the discussion of the running back position. Okay, at the running back position, no real departures to uh, speak of, uh, so we will start the returning players. Um, we will start with a couple walk-ons which he has at the position, those being Lorenzo Dorr, 5'9", 200-pound redshirt junior, and TJ Capan, redshirt sophomore, 5'8", 184 pounds. Both those guys will uh, provide depth. Um, help out with the team and work, you know, probably be on the scout team a lot and, um, you know, be extra bodies there at the running back position that West Virginia can use. And then other than that, we will start with the uh, returning scholarship players at the running back position, starting by the uh, highest in class going down to the uh, youngest in class. And we will start with Kennedy McCoy, the senior six foot, 204 pounder, been playing since he was a freshman. Um, you know, kind of a do-it-all guy. He's really good catching passes out of the backfield, can line up in the slot even. And um, I think the coaching staff has really been impressed with him going into uh, getting into fall camp. Uh, through the spring, I think he kind of, I don't want to say fell behind, but I think he kind of took a step behind Martel Petaway and uh, Lady Brown, who we'll both talk about here momentarily. But I think here going into fall camp, I think he's really uh, shown his versatility and the coaching staff has really liked what they've seen from him. And I think that he's in for a pretty big role this season uh, going forward now. And then beyond him, you have the other senior at the position, that being Martel Petaway, the five foot nine, two hundred and five pounder. Martel Petaway is another guy that's been playing since he was a freshman. Um, his fresh, late in his freshman season, had to burn his red shirt um, against that game against Iowa State in 2016. He had 30 or 31 carries, 180 some yards. So he's really sh- showed his potential from the beginning, um, and then he's so, shown flashes of it ever since then. Last season against Texas, you've seen him have 100. And 20-some yards on only nine carries, I believe it was. Um, the first West Virginia running back to have over 100 yards on less than 10 carries since Noel Devon in 2007. Saw that stat today, so that's pretty impressive. And I think Martel Petaway's doing even more to improve heading into his senior season, his final season. And I think the coaching staff really likes what they have in Martel Petaway, and I think he's got a chance to be, you know, Possibly the back that sees the most carries. Not necessarily the most usage, but possibly the most carries. Then you also have two sophomores to go along with those two seniors. Start with Alex Sinkfield, the redshirt sophomore, 5'9", 188-pounder. And Sinkfield's interesting because coming out of camp last year, he was a guy that um, the West Virginia coaching staff thought could be the team's you know number one running back. And um, played, a, played a good bit in the game against Tennessee and against Youngstown State in the second game last season. Scored a touchdown, was getting a lot of work, and then had a nice run and injured his ankle. And that really just kind of knocked him out for the majority of last season. Didn't come back until late, and by that point, he had kind of you know fallen down the depth chart due to that injury and the coaches gaining trust in the other three backs. But new coaching staff, healthy now, new chance to... Um, 
get back into the mix. And I think Sinkfield has impressed as well. He's the best uh, running back West Virginia has in open space. Got a lot of quick twists to him. Probably the fastest running back West Virginia has as well. And a guy that could probably break, you know, the big play, the 70-yard run or something like that. And uh, I think that he's looking possibly right now uh, to be the t- one of the team's punt returners and possibly kick returners, but I think definitely he has a chance to be the team's punt returner. And also they have been using him in a variety of ways. You know, they got these four running backs. I think they're all really good. So they're not only going to play, you know, two at a time a lot of times, but they're also working on uh, splitting some out to use them in uh, different ways, mainly thinking uh, Kennedy McCoy and Alex Sinkfield. And Sinkfield has really made some imp- impressive plays in camp out there, split out wide, whether it be catching pass out the backfield we're splitting out there um a couple days ago in camp he caught a beautiful over the shoulder pass from jack allison the corner was draped all over him but he made a great catch and got his foot down in the end zone so sinkfield's really uh impressing not only with his open field abilities but also with his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield and to split out wide and then beyond him you have the other sophomore guy that people have been really excited about since early last season when they uh, first saw him as a true freshman and that is letty brown the five foot eleven 220 I mean, excuse me, 212-pound beast of a running back. Um, they showed a video a while back on the Western uh, football social media pages of Letty Brown uh, squatting over 500 pounds. It was a lot of weight um, that that he uh, squatted there. And um, I think that people really have high hopes for Letty Brown and what he can do. I think a lot of pe- people see him as a you know, more just a pure power back, but I think that um, that's a bit of a misconception. I think he's got a little bit of speed to him. You hear the coaches talk, um, the running back coaches have you talk about Letty Brown. They say that they've been trying to get him to, uh, you know, try and make people miss as much as just, you know, trying to lower his pads and take people out, and they said he's really gotten good at that. They said, you know, he had a play um, a few days ago where he's in the open field of guys coming at him, and in the past he would have just lowered his shoulder and got what he could. This time they said he cut back, made the guy miss, and took it to the end zone for a touchdown. So if Letty Brown's beginning to do that, then his potential is really sky high right now. And I think, you know, as we all know, I think the running back is probably the deepest position and probably the best position on this entire team. So, you know, to have a guy like Letty Brown and Alex Sinkfield as, you know, still waiting in the wings behind two seniors, that's a lot of potential that you have there with those guys. And Letty Brown is oozing with potential at that position. And I think that he's going to see a lot of action this year as well, despite being the youngest one in the room besides um, the fellow that we are about to talk about here momentarily as now we have discussed the returning players. Now we need to discuss the newcomers in the Help is on the Way segment. Help is on the way. All right, so West Virginia did add one running back in the 2019 recruiting class, and that is Tony Mathis, the true freshman, 5'11", 192-pounder from Orlando, Florida. And Tony Mathis you would think would have a hard time getting onto the field with you know, these four guys in front of him. But from all accounts, he is impressed in uh, training camp up to this point. He's a guy that has some speed, has some quickness to him, but also you know, packs a punch when he's uh, carrying the ball and lowers those pads. But he also has the ability to catch the ball out of the backfield pretty well, much like Alex Singfield and Kennedy, Moy, excuse me, and Kennedy McCoy, rather. Can't talk today, apparently, but, you know, that that added versatility with Mathis, I think, gives him a chance to get on the field. That, accompanied with the fact that he can play in up to four games and still redshirt, 
I think that you will see Tony Mathis on the field for West Virginia this year. I think he's got a lot of potential for the future. I think that he will retain that red shirt, but I think you'll see him play in three or four games for West Virginia this this year. Now, whether that's early or late is yet to be determined. I would suspect they would save him for later in the season. You maybe see Tony Mathis in some conference games or what have you later in the season. But I think that Tony Mathis will see the field for West Virginia, but will ultimately still redshirt and be a redshirt freshman again next season. But it's another guy that just adds to this extremely talented room at West Virginia when we talk about these running backs so um, having said that what are my thoughts on the state of the position and what are my thoughts on the pecking order well as far as a pecking order I, I can't really get in into that on the halfback position because like I said they've got four guys that are really good they can use all of them and then you know throw Tony Mathis in the mix as well I don't really want to say you know somebody's going to be first string second string because I think all four of these guys are going to play and I think Tony Mathis has the potential to play as well but I mean if I had to I would say that I think Martel Petaway will get the most carries and I think Letty Brown's going to get quite a bit of carries as well but I also think you're going to see Kennedy McCoy and Sinkfield get a lot of usage as well I just don't know if they'll have the carries that uh, Petaway and Brown will I think that they'll be used not not solely as pass catchers, but I think that that will be um, one of the things that they are um, used a lot as. I think they'll be keeping, you know, they may have four backs in on one play, it's possible. You know, you never know because you could have Letty Brown and Petaway in the backfield together and uh, Sinkfield and McCoy out in the slot, and then that just is endless possibilities. If you want to go no huddle and not substitute, don't give the defense a chance to substitute, you can stay in that same personnel package, move those guys around if you want to put two different ones in the backfield or what have you, and I think that that's really interesting what they can do with all these running backs. So um, I don't really think there's a pecking order per se, but – because I think that all four of these guys can definitely play, and um, Tony Mathis will probably get some action as well. So as far as the state of the position of the running backs at West Virginia heading into the 2019 season, I'm going to say great. They are in great shape. It is the deepest position on the roster. It is the strongest position on the roster. It is West Virginia's best position group heading into 2019. And I think do not be surprised if West Virginia relies heavy on the run game this season, whether that be literally running the ball or using these backs in a variety of ways, catching passes and what have you, because they have four very talented backs that have proven they can play. And then you also have a guy like Tony Mathis, who has a lot of potential that they have talked about um, using as well. So I think you're going to see them use Alex Sinkfield in a variety of ways just to try and get him out in open space. I think Kennedy McCoy and Marto Petaway are proven, and I think Lady Brown's going to improve a lot in his second year as well. And I think look out for Alex Sinkfield on punt returns. If he's back there as the, team punt, as the team's punt returner, I like the potential there for him to uh, break one this season. I think he has that type of capability. So, you know, I think the running back is the strongest position that we will talk about during this State of the Position series and um, think that they're going to use two backs a lot. And I don't mean a, a halfback and a full and an S-back fullback. I think they're going to have, you know, Martel Petaway and Lady Brown together, Martel Petaway and Kennedy McCoy together, what have you, in the backfield. I think they're going to try and get, you know, t- at least two of these running backs on the field at a, at a time if they can to try and get all of these guys some playing time because they really like what they have with all four of them. And all four have different skill sets, but they can all four – do just about everything they need him to do, whether it's blitz pickup or catching the ball out of the backfield. You know, I mentioned McCoy and, and Sinkfield are splitting out, but they've also said that Letty Brown and Marto Petaway are getting better at uh, being 
used in receiving roles as well. Not so much as splitting out wide, but as much as catching passes out of the backfield. But I think you could see McCoy and Sinkfield split out wide at times at that position. So I think this position's really great, and I'm excited to see what happens with the running back position at West Virginia in 2019 and just how things end up. So having said that, that will pretty much wrap up this edition of the Country Roads webcast brought to you by Trio 4 Productions. We are the official podcast of Almost Heaven Athletics, found on the web at almostheavenathletics.com. Be sure and like Almost Heaven Athletics on Facebook, follow them on Instagram, and follow them on Twitter where you can find them at AHAthleticsWV. And as always, uh, follow the Country Roads webcast on Twitter as well. That's at WVU Country Roads. And of course, be sure and like like us on wherever you listen to your podcast. You can find us everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitchers, Pocket Cast, SoundCloud, you name it. You can find the Country Roads webcast. Just search for Country Roads webcast. And be sure and like us and subscribe to us. And most importantly, share us with your friends as we continue to try and grow throughout Mountaineer Nation discussing Mountaineer sports. So, one episode left in the uh, State of the Position series. That will be the quarterbacks coming next week. And then the week following that, we will have a couple members of the Old Miss Heaven Athletics team on for our season prediction roundtable as we predict West Virginia's 2019 season, as well as some things we think may happen around the Big 12. So definitely be on the lookout for that in the coming weeks. I'm really excited about that and really excited about getting into some of these in-season shows now that fall camp has started and we are just a mere couple weeks or so away from the true beating of the Neil Brown era and West Virginia taking on James Madison. So having said that, as always, I'm your host, Jordan Cruz. And until next time, let's go Mountaineers! Mountaineers!